Hey friends, welcome to Becoming a Unicorn with Mrs. B. That's me. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been an extremely long time coming and I'm so excited about the topics that we will discuss and unpack and we're going to be collectively getting our own stuff together. Welcome back to Becoming a Unicorn with Mrs. B. That's me. As you know, we also have our resident unicorns on the line. Um, things have been happening for in all of our lives, new transitions, and it's just amazing to kind of check in and get together again because it's been a little minute since, you know, all three of us have kind of gotten on the mic together. Um, so cool. Our topic today is the walls we built. Listen, um, I've been um, talking to my therapist about like, you know, just the aspect of kind of being the strong friend and not really needing a lot. And she's made me kind of realize that I'm really not the person that doesn't need a lot. I don't need a lot because I feel like I basically say I don't need a lot because I feel uncomfortable with whatever that would entail for other people. So I, you know, oftentimes say I don't need a lot or I don't need you to check on me and stuff like that. So that's kind of breaking down and understanding that persona or that wall that I've built to not be able to kind of receive support. And Dej, I know you probably have dealt with this a whole bunch or seen this, um, especially in your clinical practice. And Marissa, I feel like everybody can kind of, you know, <laughs> resonate with that because you like, I may not need a lot but there are certain things that I need and kind of trying to minimize that that mm -mm, I'm I'm working through that <laughs> what are y'all thoughts on some of these walls that we built honey I know it's funny because this week I was just talking to um my mom about this and I was telling her that I'm having to learn how to say exactly what it is that I need um, and allowing space for somebody to come in and like do it for me um, like how you said you would say well I don't really need anything because you didn't really want to put the pressure or the responsibility on another person because perhaps you know they may not come through the way you desire or they may disappoint you in some way so to kind of avoid all of you just like I don't really need it like I can kind of do it for myself or you know you build that wall there and so I was telling my mom I'm really trying to unlearn that aspect of myself because it's part of my default and I'm really trying to unlearn it because I'm realizing that it does build a wall and it from the outside in to other people, it looks like they're not able to fully care for you, to fully love you, to, you know, really um, have access to all of you and it can push people away. 
when from your aspect you're thinking oh well you know I'm just making the load lighter for the people around me and they're like no something seems off we don't seem to be getting all of you and it causes like you know that divide so listen I'm here with you I'm trying to figure it out (laughs) okay because you hit the nail on the head when it comes to kind of just basically pushing those people away so that's a wall that and now you're basically you end up being disconnected with that person because you basically told them that you don't need them in your life however they wanted to try to show up for you and then it becomes a default like you said and then and now you are mourning what could have been Mm -hmm. (laughs) absolutely Yeah. And to piggyback off of what Marissa said, you know, obviously, y'all, this like feeling like a burden is relatively common. Like a lot of people experience that. And, you know, from a mental health perspective and like working with my clients, I see it a lot in black women. We often feel like we are inconveniencing others or we might be frustrating other people or the person that we're in relationship with, not just intimate relationship, but our friendships, our family members might grow tired of us. And so like you guys have been talking about, it can, you know, build a wall because the other person doesn't necessarily know that you are feeling this way because you haven't, you know, verbalized it. And what I found is that there's a lot that revolts back to your childhood that kind of creates this feeling, this concern that I might be a burden, you know? Oh, baby, that's so good. Yeah, because I can see that. Definitely what we are, we're talking about in therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, just as it relates to because she kind of makes me think like, hey, she asked me questions like, why do you find that to be true? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that you're a burden. Who did anybody ever say that? Or right. Just going back and trying to kind of peel back the onion. And that's why y'all therapy is good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because you got to think about like as a child, you know, we have these expectations from our parents. Mm -hmm. And so the way that you're raised can kind of like cultivate your sense of being early on. Mm. So if you have a, a, a parent who holds you to a high standard, it might make you feel like you're only worthy of love or affection um, if you do everything in a perfect manner. Yeah, like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And so maybe that was communicated to you as a child, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I mean, it it goes deeper. And I think, you know, the reason why we all can resonate with each other is because it goes back to what I said earlier. It's really common and I see it a lot in the african-american community for sure Man, i'm just here to to basically say that we are you are not a burden sis if you can hear me over you know this microphone or whatever you're listening to us on you're not a burden and the quicker we kind of figure that out the better we can kind of have these authentic relationships we want these deep relationships or we want to have you know these experiences with people and we only give them parts of us you know I'm yeah you do have to I think it's 
um like trusting yourself right so trusting yourself to show up exactly as you are and then trusting that the people who stick around will really do their best to Mm -hmm. find the capacity for you to make room for you to save that space for you um Mm -hmm. And knowing that, like Dave said, it's very common. Like, you're not the only person who, (laughs) you know, (laughs) will require the people in your life to, you know, maybe hold, you know, hold extra space for you. Like, that's, it's very common. It's part of the human experience. So when you take off the, it's just me, or, you know, I'm, it's like it's an asterisk by me where I am the person who is requesting more from people than anybody else. When you take that away from it, then you allow yourself to like one release that weight of thinking Mm -hmm. that, you know, you're requesting something that's out of the ordinary. And then two, you allow the people, your people who've been assigned to like care for you and walk with you, you know, through your journey, you allow them, you know, that you allow them to fully love you. And so, to you know, yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's definitely a journey. And I think, um, I wonder why it is for, black women so much so like I could go from personal experience and say oh I I know but I really (laughs) wonder what is it systemically that Mm. you would see it a lot in black women who you know the first thing that I went to I went all the way back to slavery oh yep (laughs) exactly I mean it goes that deep Mm -hmm. it's like ingrained from that standpoint and it, you know, and I think that's why the people, well, let, let me not go there, but this is why we as African-American Black women have to work twice as harder than mm. our counterparts who don't look like us every single day because we're constantly battling low self-esteem, trying to figure out where we fit in, right? Like, try, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. you know, you you raise a good point, Marissa. I mean, and to piggyback off what you said about you know, if people can just trust their intuition, trust their, their sales. I think mm-hmm. the hardest part about that is, you know, from a psychological standpoint, it's years of trauma. It's years mm. of feeling like you're not enough. It's years of trying to meet the expectation of other people. And one of the things that I tell people is that let's reverse this situation. Let's think about it from a reversal standpoint. So if somebody you love was asking you for help, or for some support, or just, you know, to, to hold space for them, the way that you would want to ask, like, how would you feel? Like, would you want to help them? Right? Would you feel safe and happy to offer whatever you could to make them feel safe and fulfilled and loved? Right. And I think, you know, when you think about situations from that standpoint, you know, it can help you remind yourself that you are just as worthy of being loved as the other person. Right you know that's that's real good because looking at it from that perspective also allows you to understand that you're not requesting more than you should or you're requesting what you need and by allowing yourself to actually need people and actually you know taking it a step further yes you should trust your own tuition but you should also trust God 
whoever your god is you should, you should trust him actually um uh i think it was dr anita phillips i went to women evolved um hope revival last night and dr anita phillips was there she has a podcast i can't remember the name right now but if you look up dr anita phillips you will see um that she basically said like we're not actually supposed to put our trust in people we're supposed to put our trust in god and basically trust that god will fight our battles he will give us the discernment to figure out who's for us and what who is not for us um but by trusting in god we're able to basically show up in a way that's transparent enough for people to love you the way that you need to be because you can't you can't ask for deep connections and you're not willing to kind of go deeper with the people that you claim to actually want to be in your life so I just felt like that was so profound when she said that I was like yeah you know you we always were most of us are looking for somebody that we can trust but we should actually be trusting ourselves and through that trusting in God, whoever your mm-hmm. God is, um, that he's going to give you everything you need, regardless yeah. of who is in the picture or who is not in the picture. Um, and I think that's a, a wall that we build as well, because it's like, it's, it's comfortable to kind of be super independent. I don't need nobody. Mm -hmm. um we've gotten we we, like y'all like I said like it goes back all the way to slavery um and it's something that's ingrained in us so deeply that it's not going to be um something that you just turn off like it takes therapy Mm -hmm. it takes tools it takes community it takes listening to podcasts or whatever that looks like for you um I just feel like, listen, <laughs> when you start to kind of feel the walls going down, you start to be like, oh, girl, it was so shaky in here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was so shady in here. So you, yeah. and then you start really also having that, um, that you're able to kind of look at your past choices and how you kind of built those walls up for people and then like I said you start to mourn the relationship that could have been a healthy relationship you know as you're talking I'm just reflecting on some experiences that I've had and you talked about how you know we can lean more towards like the independence side and aspect and I think and I'm only speaking for me and my experience but I feel like in my previous relationships, and I'm I'm saying relationships, including friendships, you know, relationships with family members and things like that. I've heard conversations where people will say, well, she only got this because, or she only, you know what I'm saying? And so then that kind of makes me not feel safe around you. You know what I'm saying? And it makes mm-hmm. me want to, be independent to be able to say I did this right you Mm -hmm. know and I had to kind of like move away from that faulty thinking because like you said earlier it builds a wall and it doesn't allow you to be I think Marissa said this earlier your authentic self Mm. you know 
And I think it's fear in that too. Like, can I really trust this person, right? That I am wanting to be close with or loved by, you know, it go again, the constant battle of like <laughs> trying to know your worth. It's just, it's, it's a lot, a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it gets tricky. Even when you ask yourself, like, can I trust this person? Cause I know for me, I'm like, I'll get to a certain point and I'm just like, okay, but can I really trust them? And I have to take a step back. And because when you, you don't first ask yourself, can you trust this person on day one of meeting them? You typically have formed some type of relationship, you know, whether, mm-hmm. you know, y'all know each other because you're related, like, you know, familial or, you know, friends, friends of friends at some point you have you form some type of relationship and then it's and then the wall creeps in and the wall is like okay but can you trust them and then you start questioning like I don't know can I trust them I've never you know been able to trust a person you know like this before or you know and then you have to really look at it like okay but we've been having a relationship up until this point Have they done anything for me to question whether or not I can trust them? Why is it now that I'm asking, asking myself this question? And like, is this a question that is coming to um, put me on alert? Or is this a question that's coming from a place of fear? Because... For me, a lot of times it's coming from a place of fear. It's like, oh, whoa, we, I just, mm-mm, we moving too fast. Uh, we friends already? No, let me back it up, back it up, back it up, back it up. <laughs> like, <laughs> Baby, that's a word, okay? You be like, oh, wait, no, like, no, that's your default kicking in, being like, oh, you're feeling loved. You're feeling safe. Mm-hmm. You're expressing yourself. You're showing up as yourself. Oh my gosh, what if something happens? And it's like, um, Matter of fact, I read this somewhere and it was saying, you know, the difference between your intuition and fear, because fear is always what if, like, what if this person does this? What if this person does that? It's like, that's typically your fear talking. You really just have to look at it and say, up until this point, everything's been good. I've been safe. Why is it now I'm asking these questions? Like, and make sure it's not you trying to come in and sabotage something. Because <laughs> baby, you'll swoop in. You will do that. You'll okay. And you'll think you're saving yourself. And it's like, no, you're really just coming in to sabotage. And I think also we should say that no matter if you're 25, 35, 45, 55, and up, even if you've never been the person to allow your authentic self to truly be cared for and wondered about and loved you can still have that yes you don't have to continue in the way that it's been just because that's what you know you can still have it and like you said it makes you so much lighter when you just show up as you are and allow those people who take to you to really just take to you. Mm-hmm. And you understand that the relationship may not go a lifetime, but it doesn't take away from your worth. 
it can go 10 days, it can go 10 hours, it can go 10 months, it can go 10 years. But either way, on the last day of it, it doesn't take away from your worth. It's all an experience. And at least you have the ability to say you showed up as your authentic self the entire time. And you were able to fully have that experience. You don't have to look back and say, well, you know, I could have you know, told them I love them. I could have, you know, sh I could have really shown up with the, you know, gut-wrenching laughter and, you know, that I really have inside. I could have showed up and really let them know what it is that I think about and what it is that I dream about. But I kept all those things aside because you're trying to, you think that you're trying to keep from overwhelming a person and really mm -hmm. you're, not honoring the connection maybe mm. okay oh, come, yeah, on that read us. come on and read us real quick i'm just saying girl <laughs> and that's an intimate <laughs> and, and friendship relationship yeah there are some yeah. i think we talked about this in the last um episode uh yeah our last episode where we were talking about you really wanting to be somebody's friend, but you don't actually, you're not showing up as your authentic self. Then you yeah. mad because they didn't take to the fake version of you. Um, and you're not honoring what that relationship was supposed to be. Yeah. And you don't get a new because they don't really, they don't really bang with you. <laughs> exactly. And you don't get a do over because then it's like, they have to then ask themselves and they are very valid mm -hmm. and asking themselves, can they trust you? Because <laughs> no. now you're, you're wanting to come through like, okay, okay, roll it back, roll it back. I'm gonna come through for real this time. And it's like, no, cause how do I know it's for real? Why wasn't it for real the first time around? You know, why exactly. wouldn't you come into a situation that's new to you? Why wouldn't you show up as your full self? Why would you come in already guarded with all of these you know, ideas and all of these walls, why would you come into it that way and expect a genuine response? Okay. It's not logical. It's not. And then you be mad. You really be mad because you played yourself, really. Yep. And you got to take that L and go on about your day. Try again later. Somebody That's else it. to get another opportunity. Hopefully you Take know somebody better. Else. Yeah, <laughs> definitely a pick somebody else moment. And listen, I like I said, it, that applies to all the relationships, whether they're intimate or not. Um, just you know, try to check your check, do an evaluation of how you showing up yeah. before you have these expectations of how people should show up. Mm -hmm. I think when you. <laughs> know that you show up as yourself 100% genuine just true to yourself it also allows you the freedom of not having expectations mm. because you realize that the other person's response is really no responsibility of yours Listen. the only responsibility you have is just to show up mm -hmm. and responsibility, yeah. yeah that's it and then just having that realization that you 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 was actually the person that was doing too much. Mm -hmm. like a hard pill to swallow sometimes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Trust me, honey. Yeah, it's a hard pill to swallow for real, for real. Because you're just like, why did I why did I do that? But then you you still have to, it's like, okay. You still have to offer yourself grace, right? right. Because I don't think people knowingly 
do mm-hmm. it right so you still have to offer yourself grace but yeah once you get the grace you take the l with humility <laughs> you know but y'all wouldn't good. that create another wouldn't that create another wall for that person <laughs> if they show, yeah i think and they get rejected for being fake yeah <laughs> because you're gonna be fake you're gonna be just yeah just allow it to flow at that point no yeah. i don't think yeah. I don't think it builds another wall. I think you would have to deep, you would have to dig deep into like your false reality to dig another wall. Because I think one thing about it is if you show up fake, right? And the other person is genuine and it doesn't, it doesn't go together well, right? It's going to sting, but it's going to sting you in a real way. It's not mm-hmm. going to sting you in this false. It's going to sting you in a, you know what? I should have really just been myself. Right. I think that's the only way that it really dawns on you that you took a L. Like if you just, mm-hmm. the only way it, I think if it's just like, oh, well, people just don't like me. People just don't get along with me. I think that's kind of how it shows up when you don't take accountability for the fact that you just weren't being for real. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Definitely. De- like, you just hit it on the head. Like, I'm just trying to... Basically, there has to be some inner inner self-working happening after this at this point that you have to do. You have to. Yeah. That's what you get. At that point, not to cut you off, Marissa, but they now have a wall up for you. Like Right. Mm-hmm. Rightfully. Rightfully though. So and you can't fight against that. You gotta then you gotta, like you said, turn turn inward and figure out why did I jack this up like this? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. like what was yep. my intention? Okay, that wasn't my intention. Okay, so then why what why was that my action? You right. know, if it wasn't your intention, then why was it your action? That's when you really got to ask yourself those questions. And then, like, hopefully, if you if it really was supposed to be something and you just messed it up by not showing up as yourself, then hopefully as you move forward and you now you know better and you do better, you know, if that really was supposed to be your person, I think you'll get, it'll come around again, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. But at that point, you just kind of, how did take your coat and go? <laughs> Marissa is on one today. Listen. I'm just saying, because I know, like, I'm just, yeah. listen, I don't have Speaking to read my no book. Honey. Yeah, this is, this is life experience. I have really just looked at a lot of situations. I'm like, dang, I could have, like, why didn't that work out? And then I had to realize a lot of times the intention was, like you said, you you think that you're too much, right? Mm-hmm. You think that you require too much. So you try to shave yourself down, mold yourself down in a way that you think is palatable to people. So, and then you go into these situations and you're like, okay, this should work because, you know, I'm only showing, you know, what I think it is that they can handle. And then, it's it's just a disservice. It's a large mm-hmm. disservice and it, it doesn't work in your favor at any point. Because even if they like 
the shaved down version of you, <laughs> how long can you hold on to that? Mm-hmm. Eventually, yep. it's gonna crack up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> eventually, it's gonna crack up, and it's gonna be a whole big blowout. But that's a, actually a really good segue into you know our closing of our conversation. You don't have to live in those walls. Like you, just because you built those walls, they don't right. have to be. You don't have to build a house or mansion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have to build a mansion of these walls that you got to live in. No, at any point in time, you can make the the changes and figure out how you can kind of drop these walls. Exactly. You're um, in control of them. Nobody else is. So yeah, you you literally have to. Put your big girl panties on. <laughs> yeah. Put your big girl and, and, and we mean big. The, the, <laughs> yeah. the really big ones. That you, <laughs> that they really are. The, pack, really right? big ones. <laughs> the ones that come in the pack, I'm done. Yeah, and they're not pretty either. <laughs> Nothing about them is pretty, but you got to put them it's on. It's not giving Victoria's Secret, none of that. It's <laughs> not giving it. <laughs> not at all. Because, I mean, and this can, this can also be like just you can see this in workplace as well like you showing up as a shaved off version of yourself at work and you're expecting them to kind of take on or latch on to whatever you're presenting and sometimes they also are like nah that's we want more and Mm -hmm. you have the right to say that you don't want to give more but you also can be mad if Mm -hmm. they don't like the shaved down version of you, <laughs> mm-hmm. or they give the other person the promotion. That oh, you come on, earning, yeah, you know, come on, yeah. The person who really just showed up as themselves and really just gave everything, put it all on the table. Because that's just it reminds me of like the bigger the risk, the bigger the reward, right? So if you show up as a shaved off version, version that's saying you're coming in with a smaller risk, so your reward is going to be smaller. But if you want the big reward, then you need to be able to say, "Listen, I'm gonna put it all on the table within reason. I'm putting it all on the table." That's it. You you just listen. <laughs> You have to big, big risk, big reward. And I'm not saying go out here and, you know. <laughs> Within reason, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Don't say we told you because we did not tell you to go out there and act the fool. <laughs> Don't we come after our neck, okay? Because we did not. <laughs> we didn't say that. We just said work on these walls that you built out of survival. Like yeah. and actually stand on your stand in your chest and know that this is what I need and be like, okay, this is the things that I need. That's how you create those boundaries. Otherwise, it is a request or mm-hmm. a preference. It is not a boundary. Shout out to another word from last night. Listen, you just show up as yourself. That that's how you basically keep from building a house of these walls like you're always going to be working on you know figuring out whether you want to you know cut down a wall with a person place thing but it's a hundred percent on you mm-hmm. it's a hundred percent on you like you have to you're not sitting in the passenger seat anymore for sure so i think so much marissa and dage dage is a new mommy y'all send her some love yeah i am yay. so excited for the transitions that everybody is experiencing and just like 
when you can tell that show your people are doing their their own the work in themselves it's such a beautiful thing absolutely such a beautiful thing i love y'all and thank you so much we will check you guys later tune Bye. in time Stay tuned for more new episodes of Becoming a Unicorn with Mrs. B. Also, follow us on Instagram at Unlock Your Unicorn. Have a great day.